Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange What I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the balls. You got it. it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September 20th. It is game week. That's wild. Assuming we're, we're COVID healthy. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're finally here. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's been a long wait. Uh, I think the last two weeks have gotten even a little bit longer. At least for me, like Sunday was, or Saturday was very exciting to the past two Saturdays to wake up and watch college game day and then the, the football games start coming on. But it's been, it, it's, I mean, it's been enjoyable, but it's also sucked that there hadn't been a Tennessee game. Yeah, like you're watching teams you're like jealous a little yeah, bit. A little bit. I mean, Oklahoma State and Tulsa I wasn't super jealous of. That was a, bad, <laughs> that was that was terrible. a terrible game. Uh, How does that even happen? They, they should be kicked out of the Big 12 for only scoring that many points. Yeah, it was – and they're supposed to have the number one running back in the nation right now, too. But that isn't yeah. the case. Got to so. score points. Got to score points for sure. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was nice to watch. And then this week just wasn't very exciting. I guess you had some games that ended up being exciting. That Navy coming back against Tulane uh, ended up being exciting. I had stopped watching by the time they made a comeback, but – it was a god. I'm happy for them. I guess good for yeah. them. Um, other games I watched. Um, I did watch. Unfortunately, the Tulsa. Golly, I watched it for probably too long. I watched it for like. You were just hoping the, the Tulsa would win at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, I was definitely rooting for Tulsa. Um, but the pretty much the entire first quarter, and then I turned it off. Uh, I, I watched Clemson and the Citadel for like ten minutes, maybe. Well, that, that's about what. The amount of time Trevor Lawrence was in the game. Too. Miami Louisville game. It was a that was a good game. Yeah, uh, I watched the overtime of the Louisiana Lafayette and Georgia State game. We actually said that would be a good game. Yeah, and uh, thought I thought Georgia State was I was thought maybe Georgia State could end up next week being ranked, um, and then they just. I mean, Louisiana Lafayette finally came around, but no, it really wasn't anything close to Carolina or excuse me, wrong team. Georgia State could have done. Yeah, I mean that that was their first game, so I mean Louisiana already had a game under their their belt, um, but maybe helped a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean I'm sure I'm sure it did. Um, by the time I got into overtime, I, it seemed like Georgia State had already I think they were up twenty one to nothing at one point, fourteen or twenty one to nothing, and, and then so they definitely it wasn't it wasn't a comeback that they weren't uh, that they failed to get points at least like Tulane, who gave up a twenty four to nothing halftime lead. Yikes. Yeah, and then Pitt and uh, Syracuse ended up being a good game. UCF looked good. Uh, yes. Well, and they did play Georgia Tech. They did, but still, I mean, Georgia Tech beat Florida State, which I mean, I guess that's not something to brag about, but at least it's a Power Five opponent. Norvell will not be coaching next week. Yeah, got against, the, against, against the COVID against Miami. That's a big old nineteen. That'll be very interesting for them. Uh, it is 
like I said, it is Tennessee game week. We're six days out. Alvin Kamara days out. We're five. I know somebody hopped on here last week, I think, and said, we're no, we're 11 days out instead of 12. But I count the day. Depending on what you're counting, um, I, I still have – I hopefully don't have a lot of the day ahead of me because I have a pounding headache, so I'm leaving here and going to bed. I don't care about NFL at this point. I'm, you done? I well, you've sleep. already destroyed me in fantasy this week. You're welcome. So. <laughs> I hope that lead maintains. Uh, I feel like I'm – I'm the uh, – I guess if we're going to go super relevant, I am the Georgia State or uh, Tulane of fantasy football. I can give those up very easily. Very easily. Okay. So I wouldn't count on it. But right now you should be you should go to bed feeling pretty good. Yes, yeah, I should okay. absolutely. Uh, we are going to talk about Tennessee game week. Obviously, some of those things that will impact this week. K. Mays finally gets cleared. Greg Isaac's doing what he does best in defending people. Uh, gets I don't know if that I don't know what happened. It was stupid that he wasn't cleared already, but he's cleared now by the NCAA. SEC still yet to make a decision on that. They've got to approve one more little uh, chain of custody to go through there. We'll talk all about Cade Mays, though, and the impact he could have if he will play on Saturday. We're also going to talk about some team news. You did have a decommitment this week. We'll talk a little bit about that and what that means for recruiting. Tennessee's still at 25, right? Yep, 25. Yeah. <laughs> Knew someone had to go. Still full. Yep. South Carolina named their starter going into Saturday. It's kind of an interesting one. Yes. Um, I guess when you look at it, it's not super surprising. But at the same time, you, you did have a two-year starter uh, who was expected to start. Um, but you also have that Mike Bobo connection that, Makes sense. It makes it make sense, at least. Garrett Crochet made his MLB debut the day he was called up, actually. And he looked uh, what he looked like what everybody expected to see out of him in March. So Very impressive. A little, little bit of a delay, but you got to see him. And you wished it would have been an orange. But it's it's exciting for him. And first the first from this draft class to be called up. Mm-hmm. And I believe, if I, I believe I heard he's the first ever player to be called up to the majors without playing a single minor league game minor league game which like makes sense 1970 okay which makes sense because of the current climate but it's an interesting it's a cool fact right it's a cool little deal uh we're also going to talk about some high school football uh and college football i'm sure Landon's going to tell you guys about some of the people that make the show possible and then we are going to get right underway if you got questions drop them in the chat i'm on twitter and getting on youtube now landon's got facebook uh so make sure you tell us where we're at or uh, and make sure you ask us if you have any questions. Ask them. Yeah, and tell us where you're listening from. We'd love to hear that too. I lo- love some geography up in the show. So uh, do that and uh, go check out our sponsors: Hound Dogs, Tennessee Tap House, and Blue Water Climate Control. Um, with Blue Water Cro- Climate Control, we will be giving away some free furnaces here in a little bit. Yeah. Once the season gets here, so be on the lookout for that. Go to volunteerroadshow.com, create your account. Um, that'll get you access to all our free content, and all of our shows. Let's go do that. Like Caleb said, get in the chat. Let, let's let's chat. That's what the chat it's, is here for. It's game week. We already got uh, Dwayne in, in on YouTube. It's game week. Can't wait for next Saturday. Like I said, the past two Saturdays and then now two Sundays have been a lot of fun with just football on TV. But if you're if you're born and raised in the South, there's just something about SEC football that just it, today and yesterday felt like you should have been playing SEC football. Mm-hmm. The weather and was amazing. The, so it, it, it was it was super weird, and I so I went to Asheville this weekend, and it was this morning. I woke up, I had to put on a sweatshirt because it was like in the fifties. I've been wearing a sweatshirt all weekend. It's been awesome. Oh yeah, you were up in John City, so yeah, you're. The, I'm sure the weather was similar here. Right. But yeah, yeah. I well, I came back. I'm like, man, it's seventy degrees. It's hot. It did start warming up uh, when I was when I was leaving today, but but 
other than that, I mean, it's been perfect weather. Last night I sat by the fire, and the only thing I, I did watch the Central Pal game. And if any of you uh, local Knoxville people, or you should have watched it anyways, it was a good football game, and you'll probably be watching them play again in just a couple weeks. Um, I'm sure they will be both in the playoffs playing potentially each other. And uh, did get to watch that game. Um, couldn't watch. I think it was Georgia Tech and couldn't get it up on the computer. But it's all right. Uh, but just sitting by the fire, watching football, it found, all feels right in the world. It's flannel weather. Y- yeah, it is. I, <laughs> well, if you I wear flannels. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I wore some flannels this weekend. You got to wear them in Asheville, right? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, let's talk about Cade Mays though. Let's get into some Cade Mays. Finally, some good news. I think for the, you did, I mean, you waited a long time to hear period. And then obviously you heard that he would not be cleared. He was denied his eligibility. And I think everyone was very shocked by that. Maybe the NCAA was a little shocked. Maybe like, did we send the wrong letter? Doesn't seem right, but cause it just doesn't make sense for him not to be eligible. Yeah. I just think like, it took way too long. If you're, you knew no one was. Why, why did why did it take so long for him to get an answer from the NCAA? Because now you have to wait on the SEC. Yeah, you do have to wait on the SEC. I, I would imagine that that's something that uh, Jeremy Pruitt and Philip Fulmer surely are hounding the office about. Uh, they'll be calling down to Birmingham quite often this this week and trying to figure that out for for Saturday. It, so I I don't know the history. I should have maybe done some more research in, in this department. How often is the SEC going to deny a claim after the NCAA has already approved it? That, that's that's kind of my thought. It, it's I think of it as like, so you have your boss and your boss's boss. Yeah. So your boss's boss makes the decision. Is your boss going to undercut him and, and do something totally different? That's not usually the case. It kind of seems dumb that the SEC comes after the NCAA. Right. You would think it would be the opposite. Or you think they would work together to come to the decision not right. separately mm-hmm. it is what it is I, I think Cade Mays gets cleared I'll be shocked if we do find out that you know he's not been cleared for whatever reason I don't, I don't see it happening I, I know it's a conference transfer I know but you you see all the the things that have led to him transferring and then it's like I said he's transferring home his brother plays on the team now there's just so it's not just he's leaving one team for another there's there's other aspects his coach left to go to another SEC school where he'll be making millions of dollars this year. Um, it just seems like it's a legacy easy, player. Yeah. It, it just seems like it's a, it's an easy decision to make. And uh, I, I'm sure I would like to think I would, if it was reverse roles, Tennessee had a similar situation and a kid went to Georgia. I'd like to think I'd be like, I mean, it makes sense. It's not right. a five-star quarterback who didn't get a starting position mm-hmm. and decides to transfer. It's not that. It, it, it's in fact he was a starter and would have been a starter on this Georgia team, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It, it just makes no sense. But the SEC, I do want to point out, they've done everything right up to this point in terms of like dealing with COVID nineteen. I, I feel like they've handled pretty much everything very well. So I'm hoping this is just another thing that they handle the right way. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious actually to see how this. I'm not saying they're wrong. But how COVID nineteen will impact the season as a whole. So, for example, Tennessee soccer coach didn't get to. They played Alabama on Saturday. He Brian Pinsky didn't get to travel because of COVID nineteen restrictions. He had been exposed for ten days, I believe. So the previous ten days, he'd been exposed and quarantined and uh, tested negative. I think eight times, but wasn't allowed to travel with the team. 
and it would be the same for a player. That's so dumb. If you're negative, you're negative. I'm like, well, I think seven days is technically the where you would start showing symptoms after the exposure. So I understand waiting seven days, but he had waited ten and tested negative eight times. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, it, it's it's definitely. I don't know. Maybe there's more days in that in that exposure. Um, I'm not I'm not up to date on all the. I mean, I I just don't know it. I'll be honest. Maybe the SEC know. I'm sure they know more. I hope they know more than I do. So I hope they're doing it right. I just it's going to be. They did. They did send out the. Uh, I know we're kind of transitioning away from Cade Mays, but they did send out the rules to follow for game days and how those will be handled. How many players you have to have? How many specific players in a certain position group you have to have available? Scholarship players, mm-hmm. and it's just I, there's going to be games canceled. It's, it's, it's inevitable. Hopefully Tennessee doesn't have to cancel their first one. That would suck. Uh, I mean, I, but I, I expect Tennessee to have to cancel probably one this season. I would not be shocked at all. Yeah, I think it's it's. It's going to be a roller coaster. It's going to be like every normal Tennessee year. So. Cancel, cancel Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah, let's get everybody quarantined. What if we go? What if Tennessee goes nine and zero, and lo- and doesn't play Alabama? I'm hanging up. Why? Why is anybody upset? I'm hanging up. Yeah. Why? Why is anybody <laughs> upset? We're national champions. That would be a very exciting. I think. I think. Who'd be mad? Nick Saban wouldn't be mad if. What if? What if Tennessee and Alabama both went nine and zero? Then we'd probably play in the SEC championship. And then, yeah, so then you just play the SEC championship game and we'll be done. It. Not have to play them twice, yeah. Exactly, that's... exactly. <laughs> It'd be nice. Well, yeah, it would be very nice. It would be very nice. I, I... It's going to be, this Tennessee team's going to be interesting because there's all these expectations. There's all these things, but a lot of them rely on people being able, not even necessarily being healthy, just being able to attend practice because you've, you've got guys that are asymptomatic or guys who have never never gotten the virus who have just been exposed to it and have to sit out. So it's not even necessarily about being healthy. It's just being able, how many, like, can they go to practice? Like, are they going to be able to be at practice and meetings? And there's a lot of questions that are really outside of the players and the coaches and the team's control. I mean, Wanya Morris, perfect example. He missed 23, it was 23 days since he practiced because he had to be quarantined twice. 23 days. That's a ton. It's insane. I mean, it, uh, yeah. So, like, and those guys, it, like, once you get the virus, at least during football season, you wouldn't be able to get it again. If you've been exposed, you could be exposed three, four times in, yeah. within the course of a season. So, it's it's going to be interesting just to, to see what kind of the future holds because you at least have – you do have a threshold. You've got – you've probably got on the team – well, you only have 85. I think tennis is over the limit. So, like, 87 scholarship players. I don't know how they'll handle that. So you only have 85 scholarship players available to put on that fit because walk-ons don't count mm-hmm. to put on that 53 required roster each week. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Cuz I mean, knocking out 30 people due to exposure is not a hard thing to do. You're talking two position groups. Yeah, that's yeah, if if they get a party bus like Memphis, like that's <laughs> no party buses. You're done. No party buses. No limos either, just so we don't get confused. No limos, no party buses. No. Yeah, I'm sure there was a meeting and they had to sign something. <laughs> and I'm sure, I don't know if it was worded party bus, but I'm sure one of those, like, there was something to do with a, a gathering of some sort. Yeah, I don't. In that small of an area. <laughs> if we start, if, if the season starts off bad, we lose South Carolina, mm-hmm. go to the party bus. I don't care. Cancel the season. Go to the party bus, end it. That's fine. I'll be okay with that. Tennessee's a only a three point favorite. Yeah, that's kind of weird to me. But I mean, we we've seen like, what does that take into? Are, are do they know like, Tennessee's kind of had some some issues with quarantine and stuff like that? Is 
I'm sure, because Vegas, I mean, they they factor everything in those. So I'm yeah. sure that it. I'm sure a lot of lines are going to look different this year than they maybe would have in another year, if like the talent on the teams and and the roster, if the rosters are the same, in another year the the lines probably look different because they're going to fa- there's going to be a closeness level I think of the teams haven't practiced that much. Mm-hmm. Like the competitive advantage is just going to be some very different this year, very different. Yeah, I, I just don't know. And what... then, I don't know how they're factoring home field advantage this year. With do you well, is there such thing as home field advantage this year? <laughs> Not really, especially in the NFL. I mean, they were talking about it today. It's just like on, on TV, it looks very normal, right? But as far as like being there calling a game, it's not normal at all. At all. Oh, Bill Belichick said it's just a it's a football game. And they asked him, <laughs> of course, it's a football he did. Game. I think he said they said what's it like, and he was like a scrimmage. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I'm, that's oh, I'm sure it, it'd be a lot like uh, practicing. It would. It'd be a lot like a, a fall camp scrimmage where there's nobody there but you know a handful of fans and media members, and then I just think it's teams. it's hard to bet. Like the first game of the season would be so hard to bet, especially this year, mm-hmm. just because like you have no clue what it's going to look like. No, you really don't. I mean, you I have think, no clue. Like Navy, right? The first week of the season was just complete, I can't believe I complete trash. I can't believe they played that game. That's so stupid. It seems like uh, it just seems unsafe. To play a game without any contact prior. I agree. Yeah, I understand they're college football players, so it's a little bit different. It's not like high schoolers where some people like haven't played a competitive game. Regardless, though, it, there's just there's a reason why you have a camp to yeah, get you, prepared to play a game. You're you're a lot of times you're a lot more sore after that first week of camp than you like that first you know big event you have, whether it's a, a inter squad scrimmage, a scrimmage. You're usually a lot more sore after that than any game you play throughout the season, just because your body hasn't been used to the the things you get during football. I mean, helmets to the leg in a pot. I mean, things like that that are overlooked. So you, the Navy players were a lot more sore after BYU than they're ever going to be. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insanity they didn't do any contact. I, I mean, whatever. It obviously didn't work out, so I'm not wrong about this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't work didn't, out at all. It didn't work out in their favor. But they looked a lot better in the second half of the Tulane game. It was Tulane. You got to remember that. It was Tulane. I like Tulane, but, but it's Tulane. Yeah. Oh, am I saying that right? Tulane? Tulane? Tulane. Is it Tulane? Tulane? Is that? Tulane. Potato, potato. I mean, okay. you say it how you want to. Brother. How would New Orleans people say it? How do people in New Orleans say it? Fly. That's it? Probably. <laughs> I mean, just something like that doesn't even sound like anything. Oh, my gosh. David Newcomb, that was the, that was who I think gave me the the five um uh uh the five uh five days instead of six, but he said six damn days. So we're back, six damn days. Six six days, baby. I like it because it's a seven thirty game. You got that whole Saturday. Yeah, too. you do have the whole Saturday. Are we gonna make it till seven thirty? We're see, we're we haven't done anything. That day's gonna be long because like it, it's finally game day, but you have to wait all day for it to to finally come and. Mm-hmm. We're not like tailgating next to the state. It's an away game, so it's that we're, Saturday. Wait, I feel wait, like it's going to be very long. We're tailgating, right? But like, okay, I just need to clear that up. Not like a game day. Like tailgate. we're not gonna. You're, we're just not gonna be at the stadium. Which right. point? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. just making sure we're. It's on the probably same page. not a, like a ten a.m. thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to me. You just gonna go ahead and go to bed? You done? Is that it? Yeah, I mean, I should. <laughs> I should start tailgating now, actually. You should. 
six days isn't long enough to get prepared for the. I, I am very excited, and I would get a couple beers if you want to start now. That's fine. I'm not against that. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I. I know I probably haven't acted like it, mm-hmm. partly because I'm nervous. Like I am nervous of, of what the product's going to be like for Tennessee and stuff. It's. Um, Are you more nervous just because like? I know you. I know we're nervous about the team. Yeah, that's the nervous I'm. I am. Like anyway, just like a normal season nervousness. But there's also that you just you just don't know what our roster is going to look like the un- because of COVID nineteen. The unknown that you talk about the normal unknown that makes you nervous is even more of an unknown now. So yeah, there's like all that. Yeah, there's a lot of buildup. And I talk a lot of trash, and everyone knows I'm a Tennessee fan, so. There's a, there's a pride aspect to it that I have, and I have no effect over the team, but I can't stop doing that. Yeah. So it kind of sucks. You are supporting some South Carolina colors today. Yeah, I'm wearing the maroon. I thought, you know, I thought this is a, like a, a cuck move, you know, just oh, okay. dominant move. Okay. Uh, I wear what I want kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you do, you big dog. I didn't notice it. I, 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 I should have changed. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing like the own their uh, the opposing team's colors. Yeah, we that's, wear. That's a bold move. We wear your. It's it's like well, like in the second half, like Mighty Ducks it and put on South Carolina jerseys for the second half. Like we wear what we want. Yeah, we're gonna beat you by twenty and wear your own jersey in your own stadium. That would be awesome, honestly. If that a team did intense. that, what would be fantastic if as a team did like a whiteout or a blackout or something, and the other team just wore black jerseys too. Just like that's who's, some Lane Kiffin. Who's gonna change first, Lane Kiffin would definitely. Or like black pants, so you know they're gonna be in a, doing a blackout. So you wear black pants with what you know and an orange top. You're like yeah, we'll wear, we'll join in on a blackout. Sure. That'd be. You think Kentucky does that for us? Oh, dang it! I just give them that idea. You did. <laughs> they don't have they. Kentucky would never do anything good though, so they won't use that. No, they'd probably wear like all white or something. Yeah. They'll try to counter it, which I, I kind of respect, but then you're like a needle and – well, needle and doesn't stand out. You're a like a Where's Waldo guy. Yeah. You don't look normal. Easy to find. I, I think Where's Waldo is easy to find. Yeah, they Give need to, they need to blend in a little bit because no matter how good they are, yeah, they, they need they're the, still going to lose. They need to wear the black. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I don't know how to counteract the – I think I don't, I think wearing black would be a good – like, yeah, sure. Like Because isn't in, in stuff like that supposed to be intimidating? Black? Well, just like when you do like the white out black, like Penn State, part of the Penn State allure is like they wear all white, like the fans. Yeah. So isn't it supposed to be intimidating? It's like a team, if a team goes to Penn State and wears all white, you're like, oh, well, they're not scared. They joined in. Yeah. Also, that's my pet peeve when fans try to do things like an orange out or white out, but the team doesn't wear the matching color. Yeah, you, you want everybody on the same page. Exactly. Like, Tennessee's always, like, people are trying to do, like, let's do a, you like, the blackout, the fans need to join in for it to be a true blackout game. Mm-hmm. For, like, when t- fans are always like, let's do the orange out. Well, then the team needs to wear all orange. Yep. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people disagree with me. That's fine. Also, Checker Nealon. While we're on the topic of what fans wear, if Checker Nealon dies with Butch Jones, I will be very upset. It, it wasn't his idea. It shouldn't. We beat Florida with it. Who cares? Do it. That is. But it, but it, it's. Can it's, they see that? It, that is one of the best photos of Neyland Stadium I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's. 
I don't. I, I just people like that's sexy. People try to do it too much. It's too. one one game a year. That's yeah, it. yeah, one game a year. That, that's fine with me. Pick a big game, do it. Pick a pick a homecoming game, do it. But you have to be a sellout. It has to look like that. Right. That's sexy. So it, it's gonna be Florida, Georgia, or Alabama, probably. It's fine. It's fine with me. You want me like a South Carolina game would be a good game to do it. It's usually full. Close. Yeah. Or, or like if your non-rotating West opponent is yeah good, it'd be fantastic. That I mean that's Oklahoma. Yeah. So which you're not gonna play in Oklahoma every year, but that's it. Let's, I know what sexy is. Let's redo it. Sexy. Re- redo it because Oklahoma comes back. Yeah, so. run it back. Yeah, run it back. I was like, we should have won that game if we not for have. Butch Jones. I also hate that the checkerboard stripe died with Butch Jones on the back of the helmet. That's sexy too. They can't see that, but you know what I'm talking about. It's good. It's a good look. I don't know. Who we, was we should me? just like I understand like we should erase Butch Jones from our history, right? But we don't have to erase everything that went on. Correct. Only his terrible ideas. Exactly. And I think that idea, I'm sure, was Nike. I don't think he was this... uh, Did you see the gray jerseys he came up with with Adidas? I don't think his fashion sense was on point. (laughs) Yeah. Like kicking it on fourth and inches. Fourth and inches, yeah. That's a... Maybe just like... Gotta get points. Yeah, go score. (laughs) I I love that the first game of Jeremy Pruitt's career, that actually happened, and we threw it and scored. Yeah. We lost that game, but we did do that. I did it. It happened at home that year too, I think. Cause that's the one I'm thinking of. I don't I'm remember. thinking of West Virginia. They yeah, yeah, yeah. At Dominic See, Anderson. when you said first game, I realized what you're talking about. I think it happened in the South End Zone though, in, in 2018. Okay. Don't hold me to that. I can't. I can't remember. Um, how, how good is our offensive line going to be? If Cade Mays is cleared, it should be the best offensive line in the country. Should be. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I would think Alabama and okay. Or- sorry, one of the best. Oregon's not playing, so <laughs> right. It, uh, yeah, us or Alabama. You're, you're, you're right. It should be one of the best offensive lines in the country. Yeah. Um, so it shouldn't be a problem. And and, and Cade May should. I, again, I just don't see. I know I'll be wrong about this. I, when I say stuff like this, I always am. But I, just, I don't see the SEC denying it after the NCAA approves it. Is Trey Smith going to have to go like to the media and just like talk about the SEC next? Yes. It seemed to work. It seemed to work. Do it. Yeah. Right? Do it. I loved it. I love that. I don't know. It's just, if, when when you're most, and the thing about Trey Smith talking, because I, I told you I thought he did some kind of leadership thing with the NCAA. It, regardless if he didn't, it's a guy that's you know now been in school for four years. He, he stayed his senior year to compete in your organization, mm-hmm. your association, and he's been nothing but a good ambassador for Tennessee, which then kind of you know rubs off on you because Tennessee's a part of your association. So when a guy like that speaks out, you gotta listen. Got to. I don't know if that had any effect on it or not. Maybe, but yeah, maybe it seemed to speed up the process. It may, yeah, it, was. it may have had an effect, and it you know probably should. Um, but team news, let's let's roll into some team news. I did get off topic. Uh, what you got for me first? Um, so first, the five balls named to the preseason coaches all SEC teams. You had uh, Trey Smith and Brent Smaglia uh, make first team. Then you had Wanya Morris, Henry Toa with second team, and then Bryce Thompson uh, with the third team. I was very surprised. Congrats to all those. But, like, no Eric Gray, really? Yeah, that's pretty surprising. There's six running backs in the SEC projected to be better than Eric Gray. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean. Maybe because it it was just a freshman. And I think he has a lot to prove. I do. But, I mean, like, if you have three teams, 
But he's not but really on that. When you look at our offensive line and you look at what he did at the end of the season, do you not just be like, yeah, he's gonna have a good year? If it's preseason anyway, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. You would think like going into the season, Eric Gray should have a great season. I need to see. Do you have the? You don't have the names of all the running backs. Um, I'll, I'll look them up if you don't have them. I don't have them. Okay, because I'm just curious. I, I would like I know to Colin see Colin Hill's one. Right before I just say, yeah, no, he should have been. I, I do. I, I would like to see the names. Okay, so I've got Najee Harris. Makes sense. Colin Hill, first team. Okay, makes sense. Yep. Um, second team. This thing is jumping around on me. Second team. Raheem Boyd, I see that. Isaiah Spiller at A and M, I can see both of those. Also, Tennessee will play the top three of the four running backs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerrion Ely from Ole Miss and Larry Roundtree from Missouri. Maybe Roundtree, but I mean Jerrion Ely, I feel like. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean I I think he could be in that top six mix easy again. Probably coming off last season. Still has a lot to prove. Prove them wrong. Yeah, do it. It's a good chance. Um, there, yeah, there, there's a reason why it is called preseason, and I think Henry Toto has a great chance to be first team. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Just watching that. Did you watch that video of him today? Like the ball. I did. Thing? I saw where they had posted it. I've not gotten to watch it yet. It's really cool. I saw he's playing uh, Madden. Madden. Yeah. Who? Do, who? Who's his team? He did that creative player on the new Madden 21. Who? Where did he go? Or like it, it's it's that like playground mode you know what i'm talking about is it like the uh kind of street street? yeah 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 yeah. a lot of people didn't like it i thought that mode looks cool i haven't played the new madden i haven't either i loved uh nfl street when it was around oh yeah like playstation 2 so i'm sure it'll be fun i don't know uh Um, sorry go ahead and then uh thursday you had jeremy pruitt um announced that uh wanya morris had been out for he practiced for the first time in 23 days. Um, and then he announced that everybody should be back, bearing no one goes back into quarantine for, for our first and second team. Okay. So it, it seems like we're getting healthy. That's a good thing to be getting healthy right now, or maybe not healthy is the, the best word to just be, be available. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think that's, that's good. You gotta, you gotta be healthy. I think that's going to be a key to the season is just yeah. being available. Um, so if you're able to get those guys available and I hope like a lot of these players learn through this whole thing is just like, Hey, you could lose a lot of time. Like it, it's not a joke to, you know, just go to cookout at 40. I'm sure there'll be some young players, uh, that make that mistake, but surely the older players, a lot of people who are battling to, to maybe get to the combine this year, or mm-hmm. maybe to, you know, get to a position to get drafted this year. Hopefully played a little bit smarter because you can't afford to miss games. Yeah. I mean, got to be healthy, got to stay healthy. And, I mean, I I like where our roster's at, but I think it's it could go south very quickly if we're losing a lot of starters. For sure. For sure. Got to have those playmakers. Um, we do have a question. Patrick Edie said, who would be your starters for both sides of the ball? Um... I think it looks a lot like are we just doing offensive line because I don't really want to name all twenty two. Um, I go Trey Smith at guard, Cade Mays at guard if he is eligible, Darnell Wright at tackle. 
I think since Wanya Morris has missed so much, probably Jameer Johnson. You gotta go, right? I mean, gets, you gotta think that's who it'll be. Yeah, he gets tackle, and then Brandon Kennedy is obviously the center. JG, Air Gray. I think we named our receivers last last episode with. Um, you Palmer. said, yeah, Palmer. Um, I remember who my third was. You said Hyatt. I think and, I said Hyatt and, and uh, Cedric Tillman. Did I say Tillman or. Uh, I'll probably say Tillman. Yeah, so I, I'd probably go with. I probably agree with that. I think Vilas Jones or or Hyatt gets that other starting job. Vilas Jones is a, a good point, just because he does have college experience. Yeah. Jalen Hyatt doesn't have. Jalen Hyatt has speed that Vilas Jones Jr. doesn't have, though. Right. Vilas Jones Jr. isn't slow, but uh, Jalen Hyatt is a a very rare type of speed. <laughs> and I think defensive line. I don't really know who starts, but I think it's going to be a lot of the same as it was last and it's, year. It is going to rotate. It is going to be a freaking revolving door there anyways. I think yep. they're going to go because I don't by think committee. And anybody has really just stood out in camp. No. I think Jeremy Pruitt's made that kind of obvious um, that he's not been happy with the defensive line. But maybe maybe some freshmen get in there. That's Mark possible. Thomas, maybe Tyler Barron or Morvin Joseph get a get a shot as well. Um, I don't know. I, I like the roster. I just think you, you got to be healthy. you, you got to be available. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's going to be the – that could be the difference in four or five wins, honestly. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, do y'all do you have any questions? I haven't gotten any questions yet. Oh wait, David did ask uh, where we're tailgating. I don't know yet. Said he's coming through Knoxville. We'll let you know. Yeah, come swing by. We're always uh, always ready to to hang out and drink and talk football or cheer on football or whatever it may be. Uh, we also had a uh, Saturday. Can't get here soon enough. I know, man. I'm so ready. I, this week's gonna be one of those weeks that just drags on because I can't think about anything else. Yep. So, just get ready for a long week there. That's how it goes. It, it, and it's not. So we're not gonna get. We're gonna get in South Carolina a little bit. We're getting more to it on on Wednesday. Um, but it, it's just gonna be a, a week full of just like who's healthy, who's not, who's available, who's not. It, it's gonna be a lot of that. I feel like throughout this this whole entire week. Yeah, for sure. And then you, we also had some some questions on Twitter earlier. Um, I'll get to those. So, um, at underscore Dakota underscore said, how many rushing yards do we need for to total for us to feel how we should about the, this offensive line? Uh, in 10 games, 16, 1,700 yards? I think so, too. Yeah. If it was 12, normal 12 games, playing those out, few out of conference, I'd say 2,000 more or more. Yeah, you should average around a uh, 170 yards. I think I think to with the talent you have at running back, I think you need to see a guy that's either a thousand yard rusher or rot. You know, flirting with it. it. Yep. Assuming you play all your games. Assuming you play all your games. And it it's going to be difficult, especially like. I mean, I. The ACC got one game, or I guess a couple games, but the SEC is, it would be hard for them to to get a Heisman candidate. Because they don't have like cupcake games, just like pad stats. Surely that'll be you know thought of. Hopefully, and, and the SEC is only getting one true right. cupcake game, so. right? And Clemson, like, how many did he have? Like, he was like eight for nine. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, he didn't play a lot. Yeah, but it was like four touchdowns <laughs> or three. I was gonna say like in that. the eight throws he made or however many throws he made, he looked really good. Yeah, yeah, yep. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt his ability to win a Heisman this year. He looks, uh, he looks okay. It and then, okay. uh, are we going to continue the momentum from the end of the season last year and take that huge step 
uh, for this year. That was at Casey of K-Dub. Man, I got to think there's no momentum left, right? It's just been an exhausting eight months since then, right? How, how can you have any momentum? You missed spring practice. You weren't really together in the summer like you normally mm-hmm. are. Fall camp looked totally different. I don't know if there's any momentum left from, from then. I think that I think that six game stretch where it's it normally doesn't matter anyways. It, you know, normally you're just hoping the team is kind of riding that high still and has you know a lot of people who are like ah oh, you played those easy games you hope to prove them wrong. But I just I don't see how there could be any momentum left. It has been an exhausting couple months since then. That's yeah. not been normal. Yeah, I think it. You you're either gonna play one or two ways. You're gonna play exhausted, like like you said. Just this whole process has been nuts, or you're gonna come hungry. Like you know, this is you got the you didn't know if you're gonna get the opportunity to play. You get that opportunity. How do you yeah how do you that, respond? That could that could certainly be be part of the case. Yep. There'll be mistakes made. I know that. Oh, 100%. there'll be mistakes made. No party bus, right? Nope. No party bus. Hopefully, um, then hopefully Big Orange Fruit has a couple questions. He says, what's the word on Cade with the SEC? I mean, that's... I mean, I, I got to think they were going to approve it. Yeah. I have to. I, yeah. We'll see. If I'm wrong, we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, they, they've done everything right so far. And we got freaking Texas A&M and Auburn. Can we not yeah, just, just give us catch, a gift? Catch toss, a break. Toss the bone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and is there a 10-game minimum qualifier for the college football playoff? I think there is. And then there is, and if but they they have to approve it if not. I, think I haven't seen anything about okay. If you, I haven't seen anything about a game minimum, and I think especially with this year, most of the rules that they normally would have in place have kind of been tossed out the window. Right. I mean, it could it could change for this year, but I think that's what it is. But you've never really had to face. No, that I saw either. an article I think on ESPN earlier today. That said, there wasn't a clear rule about playing a minimum number of games. Okay. So, I think if that's right, I think there's not. You gotcha. Not a rule. And I got to think Big Ten wouldn't play an eight-game schedule if they knew that was the case. Right. Yeah, they would go ahead and start it up. Figure, and play figure out game. how to do it. Yeah, right. I think they would. Um, And then with the running back decommitment, what's recruiting look like? I guess we can get into that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah the top JUCO running back in the country, Tyon Evans, um, was a long-time commit from Hutch Community College. Uh, decommitted yesterday. He, he said Tennessee is still an option, um, but he wanted to, to look around a little bit. I, I just think Tennessee likes what they have. They, they took three running backs last year with Whitehead, Jabari Small, and T. Hodge. Um, and then they already had two in this class with um, Cody Brown and um, – Blanking on the other one. Jalen Wright out of North Carolina. Um, so, they already had two guys. I feel like that they kind of are – those two, like, right now are different backs. Cody Brown's more of a bruiser. Um, and Jalen Wright's a speed guy. And, and Tyon Evans, he would just – I think he would have three years of eligibility because he's not going to play. He won't be playing in the spring. Right. Okay. I, but, I, I hate that you lose a four-star guy. I hate that you lose – you know, the number one Juco back. Tylen Evans looks like a good back. I don't know. If we'll see what happens. Apparently, he hasn't closed the door on Tennessee, but he is opening his recruitment. You did know you were going to lose at least one guy at this point. Kind of sucks that it was a guy like Tylen Evans, but you you knew it was an inevitable factor that you're going to lose a guy at some point. Mm-hmm. So. And with Juco guys, they, you know, they know their time is ticking. Like, they don't have a full four mm-hmm. years to develop and, you know, if their aspirations are going to the NFL, which I think all of them 
are. At least at some point is. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I just maybe maybe saw like the competition at running back in the next couple of years. You know, like we mentioned those three guys, Eric Gray would still be here next year. Um, so that's probably a year where he doesn't really see the field much. So that gives him only two years left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you got to compete with guys like Cody Brown's a four star. Jalen Wright's one of the fastest kids in the country. So that's they like what they have in T. Hodge and Jabari Small. We haven't really seen what Whitehead's going to do. But and we we just had a question about D. Beckwith. Did he move to running back? I don't think it's an official movement, but he's been they've been putting him back there. Uh, the last couple of weeks, Vols have been thin at running back position due to uh, COVID protocol. So I think they've just been probably testing some guys out there. They liked they got out of D. Beckwith. I got the way they talked. I got to assume you may see him run the ball this year, right? Yeah, you would think. I mean, especially if you have one or two guys go down, maybe you see him in a couple sets, maybe in a if you're winning big or, or hopefully not, but if you're losing big, see him this year. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, he he has been he has been practicing back there, um, and everyone that's talked about him has been very impressed with him. Regard, you know, with even his size, which apparently isn't a prototypical running back. I mean, it isn't, I guess. But it, apparently a lot of people think it can't be done, Jalen Hurd. But it, it could be done. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm curious to see what they do at D-Beck with. I'm, I'm just shocked he's not playing more tight end just with the need right now that you have. Yeah. I'm pretty shocked by that. But maybe Whatever. he gets the ball more. I mean, he probably gets the ball more running back. Than yeah, I mean, end. you definitely do. I just, I would think if you need to, I mean, maybe he's just not big enough to play the tight end position right now. Yeah. That that was kind of the the thought with me is how we utilize our tight ends last year with just run blocking. He was like, I mean, he played quarterback and he played. He, he was he looks very similar to a basketball player. Yeah. So he yeah. he doesn't look like a prototypical tight end. He he would not be a, just a really solid tight end right now. But I mean, you know he's in, you know he would at least be effective in the pass game. Right. So, so I'd like to see our tight ends get a little bit more involved in think that's kind of a restriction they have right now they're just not good enough to do that yeah yep. but i think they like his athleticism and any way they can get the ball to another athlete i think that they're going to try to do that yeah uh any other team news um that's all i got excuse me that's all i got did you see uh the aaron willis hit yes that was a very hard very hard football hit yep Good tackle, too. He's going to be good. Yes, he is. I didn't realize how. He's I love be... hard hits. That's something we've mentioned on the show for quite some time. It's just like we, we miss like hard hits. I like the sound of a good football hit, though. Yeah. yeah. Especially like when you're the one giving the punishment. Yes. Your, your team is the one giving the punishment. Right. I was about to say, I've never been able to give anyone any kind of punishment. <laughs> I've only been on the receiving end. <laughs> and I've been on the receiving end of some hard hits. All of them, all of my hardest hits, I've never had the football in my hand for. I think I think that's true for me too. Yeah, which I guess that's the easiest time to hit someone blindside. is bl- either a blindside or just unexpected. Mm-hmm. So, because one of my hits was not a blindside, it was just a. Actually, I did have the ball for a hard hit, but the play was dead. <laughs> yeah, I remember my uh, <laughs> sophomore year at we were playing Morristown East, and they blew the whistle. And, like, one of their big linemen was just flying at me. No and chance. Like, he just ran over me. I was like, I, like, did a backflip. I was just like, really? Uh, do you think Be- Do you think Beckwith will be our Derrick Henry? Sorry if y'all have talked about this. Just joined. We didn't talk about that. 
I mean, we touched on it, I guess. But uh, I mean, I would love that. That if if he was <laughs> to be our Derrick Henry, no one here would be upset. I mean, he's not a running. He's not a running back right now. As of right now, he's he's still listed. He's not listed. I mean, he's listed as wide receiver, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's on as an athlete. Right. I mean, he he's gonna. He played everything in high school. He could. He's capable of, of doing anything we ask him to do. It would so. be tough for him, assuming everything's like injuries aren't there, people are available for co. You know, people are still available. It'll be tough for him to find time at running back this year. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not saying in the future maybe he could get moved there, um, but right as of everything as everything stands right now, it's gonna be tough for him to find time there. So I, I don't know. I don't know how much he really sees the ball there. I'm curious. To, I mean, it's obvious they're gonna try to get the ball in his hands though. Yep, so we'll see. They like they. If you're moving a guy around like that to a position like that where you're pretty, I mean, they did do it because you know, people weren't available, I guess. But you got to think they they're gonna try to get the ball in his hands. Yeah, I, I would right look now. for him to to maybe be utilizing the passing game a lot too. Um, yeah. Because he, you know, he is listed as a wide receiver, tight end, right. So I, I would look for maybe that out of the backfield a little bit more. Maybe so not necessarily. Derrick Henry, I understand the size, and that's why it's like appealing. But like Christian McCaffrey, like the way he's used, the way um, who's another one like that? Austin Eckler, mm-hmm. you know, a guy that's just like in the backfield, and he'll get some some carries, but you know they he's they, touching they, the ball, and yeah, they want to get him in space. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Uh, any other team news? We ready to talk about the other team this week? Yeah, let's talk about South Carolina. Finally named their starter. That's wild. It's it, it was surprising to me. Yeah. Well, wait. That they named him or that they named Colin Hill. I was I was surprised they named Colin Hill. I mean, I I guess there was a reason why he transferred with his last season. He if he didn't think he could win the job, he probably wouldn't have done it. But and, and maybe it's just the being familiar with the the OC and Mike Bobo. But I just think with him coming off like a ACL injury and South Carolina had their starter last year, and Ron Holinsky wasn't necessarily bad as a well, He wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible. Um, so, yeah, I, I am kind of shocked about that when a season that it doesn't really matter. Why are you not trying to maybe look more toward the future? Because this is Colin Hills last year. He's done. Yeah, he is. And, and you mentioned the injury aspect. They just said that – well, Mike Bobo said that Colin Hill looked better and preseason camp so they just they're gonna go with him and i, I mean if that's the case yeah you got to go with him yeah you can't can't argue with that you know i'm curious to see he is familiar with him i guess that that helps colin hill's case um he's played under mike bobo i think i think he was recruited by mike bobo to Colorado mm-hmm. state so he's very familiar with him and uh i mean as far as it goes for that it, it makes Does he sense all look like will greer to you maybe like a georgia will greer yeah yeah like he looks like yeet yeet will greer or, or florida Will Greer. went to Florida, right? Yeah. What? What? Are we, what? I'm thinking like he looks like a Georgia version of Will Greer. Oh, like okay. I think he looks like if you put Will Greer grew and up then, and went to the University oh, okay. of Georgia. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think he looks like that. So if like Will Greer and Jake Fromm had a baby, it'd be Colin Hill. I don't. Yeah. How they make that baby? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> is it? The, is that who Jake Fromm was Snapchatting when he was like, "Wish you'd come yeah. over." <laughs> so yeah, I, but. It's an interesting choice for for sure. I agree. Like with the Holinsky, you assumed. I don't think anybody really was anybody asking if they named their starting quarterback, or was Will Muschamp just like, 
All right, we named our starter. And everyone's like, cool, Holinsky again. Colin Hill. Maybe he's just trying to switch things up. I don't know. I mean, it, it's not. They definitely looking, need to win more than four games this year. Yeah, it's not looking good for South Carolina. If his buyout wasn't so bad, he probably would have already been gone. Fair. He should have been. Yeah. Should have been. But I was looking at Holinsky. He threw for 2,300 yards, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions last season. Colin Hill had a great start to his um, to his last season at, at Colorado State before tearing his ACL. He had uh, 837 yards. He was 68 for 101, uh, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. He looked good. I mean, those games, Colorado was one of those games in Western Illinois, and then he got hurt in the Arkansas game. Um, he only got to throw for 99 yards. But, I mean, I guess – I don't know. It's hard to gauge like how good a player like can be in the they're in the Big Twelve. Uh, is Colorado State Power Five? Colorado's in the uh, Pac Twelve. Pac Twelve. Okay. Maybe. Colorado. Colorado is. I don't know about Colorado State. I don't know either. I didn't think they were a Pac or a, a Big Power Five school. I they were. Are they? Maybe they're not. I don't know. Here, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, he looked. I don't know. It, it's hard to gauge like how good you can be to from they're the MWC. Okay, MWC to the SEC. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just hard to gauge. Yeah, and there's definitely like other things that can play into that. I think a lot of people like to think it's black and white. Like if he wasn't super successful at MWC, he's not going to be at the SEC. But sometimes things just click. I mean, I, but I do have to assume if he wasn't super successful in MWC under the same offensive coordinator, what's going to make him? more dynamic in the SEC with the same offense coordinator and probably just close to the same level of talent when you consider what South Carolina's lost this offseason that, and I don't mean like graduated and declared for the draft. I mean, guys who have gotten injured guys who have opted out of the season. He doesn't have a lot of talent around him. I don't know what he's going to be able to do. I just don't see, I don't see how he, how he'll be successful. I don't understand. I, I agree with, I agree with you. Like it's, it, there are some, like some things just click. Some guys are just better when they when they go there, it, but I just don't know how. There's a, there's a lot of things that stayed the same, like his offensive coordinator. He is coming off of an ACL injury, and then the talent just doesn't get drastically better, and the schedule gets immensely harder. Yeah, and Marshawn Lloyd's gone, so they're not going to have that help at running back, right? Um, so may, maybe Colin Hill's just a gunslinger, and Ryan Holinsky needed. You know, a, a guy that could run the football to, to kind of get it to? I, I just don't know. It, Here's the thing. They won four games last year. Neither one now, of them scare me, though, so it doesn't right. matter. Nah, that's true, too. Uh, here's the thing. They replaced one of the best players on their offense and only won four games last year. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do this year in a 10-game SEC schedule? They also signed a four-star quarterback, and they moved him to wide receiver. Juwan Jennings, baby. I mean, I... <laughs> I guess, but people thought like he would beat Ryan Holinsky out. Like going into camp, they thought Dottie right. would. Right. I, I yeah. I knew there was talks that that could happen. Mm-hmm. I do. You, I mean, you probably had to move into wide receiver. They're thin there right now. They have three opt out, right? Yeah, I guess if you can make plays, they'll. Yeah. Do you, Do you think that Colorado State are, are they more of like a Texas Tech? They just like throw it around like a Washington State. I. I just had. I just clicked out of Colin Hill's stats. It, it didn't look like he threw the ball a ton. So in like 2018, an ungodly amount. He threw. He was 119 for 202. Um, 
But he might have got hurt that season. He definitely has not played a full season. He never played a full season at Colorado State. Right. He only played five games, I think, his freshman year and like 10 his junior or He is from South Carolina, so I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. So that's a that's a lot of connections then when you consider the and Helensky's from California, too. so it's. I didn't know. I didn't know where Helensky was from. Yeah, I knew his brother went to Washington, but I didn't know where he was from, or Washington State. Washington yeah. State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. I mean, at least South Carolina does have a new quarterback. Tennessee, you assume, is gonna have the same one. So I guess you got a leg up there. Um, yeah, maybe this is just for Tennessee because like you you don't have much film on Colin Hill. Yeah, I mean, that definitely could be the case. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, is he a dynamic quarterback? Yeah, somebody that's he, just he like... Does, when you look at his stats, he does seem like a guy that's just going to drop back in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't think a Jeremy Pruitt is is going to be that nervous about a Colin Hill at quarterback no. with his defense. You, you do have some film on him, too. Like, you don't... And you know he's not super athletic. Yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting. It, it was definitely an interesting move. Uh, Vols did get a guy, another guy in the MLB. I feel like there's random Vols spread out in the MLB. Like, yeah, there is. So, uh, Sinzel. Yeah. Um, who else do you have? Gomes. Stewart. Christian Stewart. Yeah, you have Christian Stewart. Um, I was trying to think of any more. Mookie Betts, if you want to count that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that, that, that's huge for Garrett Crochet to, to get that, um, in his debut, and he only pitched one inning, um, but that inning he looked every bit deserving of that first round draft pick. Um, yeah, and he—I mean—he was throwing heat. Yeah, his first guy he struck out um, was at a hundred hundred miles an hour, and then the second guy he struck out was a hundred and two, and then he made the other guy um, ground out to the first baseman. It was a good little start. He looked good. And a kid who, like, didn't – he pitched one time his junior year at Tennessee, um, and then they shut down the season. Yeah. So, I'm sure he was just itching to get back on the mound to, to play in a, an actual game. Yeah, I mean, it kind of worked out in his favor, too. I mean, I know this isn't a popular opinion, and I'm sure a lot of people will be like, oh, don't say that. But, I mean, it kind of did. I mean, and he could have he could have come out and been the best pitcher in the nation, been the best pitcher in the SEC. But – fact is it worked out well that he didn't play season he got drafted in the first round and then is pitching in his mlb debut in his rookie season and the first player called up right yeah i don't i don't think he would he has any regrets no not not really regrets but he doesn't have he doesn't hate that that happened i'm sure he would love to to play his junior season but but it could have gone out and gone a bad way yeah yeah i mean could have got hurt. Could have just not been good. People could have just – it could have been one of those things. People were just seeing the ball when you're at the plate. Yeah. So, it worked out for him. I don't – like you said, I don't think he has any regrets. It definitely sucks, and it sucks for Tennessee fans who were really excited about this baseball season. Um, but, yeah, it worked out for Garrett Crochet just fine. Yeah, and the, the, the fact that he's – you know, it's – the White Sox aren't great. Um, but they do have a, a great um, farm system. So and when, for him to, to already work his way up, pretty solid. So when Crochet played or got into college, wasn't he only throwing like eighty five? Yeah, so that that's the crazy thing. Like he wasn't a big time recruit. He was a a big kid, a tall kid, lanky. He break his arm or something? How's he throwing that? I don't know. Dislocated shoulder. What happened in rookie of the year? He break his arm. Tommy John. Was it not Tommy John surgery? He threw his arm out. 
No, rookie of the year, he like fell out of a tree or something and broke his arm, and then was oh, able to pitch really well. I'm thinking of you're uh, thinking of the rookie. I'm thinking of the rookie. Yes. Yeah. The Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Good movie too. Yeah, that's a good movie. But rookie of the year is a really good movie. I think Crochet actually pitched today too. Oh, did he? I'm about to pull that up and see exactly. It's the White Sox. No one cares that much. But it's really cool, and it's also cool. Like it's a recent, um, while it's, it was Nick Senzel, but you know th- this is you're already seeing the Tony Vitello guys get up to the yeah. the major leagues. So that, yeah. That's that's really cool. Um, I was trying to find Christian Stewart played his last year for Vitello, right? Or my Christian Stewart? No, he did not. He didn't. When did he? Well, so when did he leave? I thought he <clears throat> he was here with Serrano. It must have been the, like the final years, though, right? Surely. Yeah, it was toward the end. Okay. Um, well, Landon's looking for that. Uh, so he he pitched one inning today. Um, he surrendered one hit. That was it. No damage done. So yeah, Christian Stewart left in fifteen. That was his last season. I'm trying to see if he actually. I don't know since so Senzel is healthy. I wonder if he actually pitched against Senzel. That'd be cool. Yeah, great stuff. Throwing gas. I mean, 101 mile an hour. An hour. I can't even imagine staying in the box with that. That's why he's only pitching one inning. <laughs> You can't do that for a lot more. Yeah, well, I'm wondering how they're going to utilize him. It looks like they're just going to use him out of out of the bullpen, but I wonder if they are going to make him a starting pitcher, make him a um, a closer, maybe, or just a relief a reliever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of what his role will be with the Chicago White Sox, not just this year, but you know, in, in his career. It'll definitely it's exciting. It's a it, he may be a guy that bounces around a lot from team to team just because the need is definitely uh could be he could be needed in a bunch of different ways yep so used in a bunch of different ways i guess um let's just say something else about trying to see what mlb real quick but i don't remember number 45 that's his yes yes i uh so i i still have the question though about the games how how is that going to work out with so many teams missing so many games so Chicago still leads in their division, but St. Louis is behind them, and I, I think, think I think they're supposed to play those games. I think they've still played seven less games in them. I think they they still have to play those games. Which I, I realize doesn't sound like a lot of games, but seven or eight games is a lot of games. Yeah, I'm wondering if they have like a like a gap between the end of the season and the playoffs I guess. where they can they, just they get got those to. games in. Yeah, they're moving. Are they the players' association approved to moving the playoff games to a bubble? Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I know the player association proved it. I don't know where it's at as far as making it actually happen, but that should ensure you don't miss any games in okay. the playoffs. Yeah, should ensure it. I don't know if that makes it perfect. Definitely helps. I mean, the, correct. Whatever the NBA did seems to be working. So, right. Um, let's go talk about high school football. I don't have plays for you because it's not working. So I'm sorry. Um, I wish I could really show, I really wish I could show you the South will play if you didn't see it. Uh, we can do it Wednesday. I'll have to do or well, I have to try to do it Wednesday. Okay. Um, because I can't cut out of this and I'm not gonna mess up the stream trying to fix this video. Gotcha. Um, 
But the South will play. South has been South Bowl's earned it every week that I put them on here. I know there's some bias in there, mm-hmm. um, but you had a pick six last week yep. that deserved it. Um, the week before, you had a 95 yard touchdown that deserved it, and then this week a kid got absolutely mossed. Did you see the play? I don't think so. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Terrell. I mean, just poor just guy ripped it from him. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, yeah, that, the, the, the five, eight corner didn't stand a chance. <laughs> no, not a chance. And I've been there, buddy. I've been yeah, there. Yeah, it's It tough. sucks. Um, it's not, it's not fun to play in those positions. There were a lot of good games though. in, in this week in high school football, we, you talked about, um, we briefly talked about the central Powell game at the beginning. That score didn't really show to be a great game. Powell just went out and took care of business. Uh, they, they're the team to beat now in 5A. Central's been the two-time defending state champ. Pal is 5-0 now, I believe. They're the team to beat. I, I love that. I love that they put that game together because, like, it was, like, I mean, a, a, that's that's the games you want to, to have on your schedule. Yeah. That, that's the games, yeah. like, you, you from boy, boys, you separate the boys from men. And, and it's... I think a lot of people are like, you know, that you want that to be a playoff semifinal, but they're just not guaranteed to play in a playoff semifinal. It's not guaranteed. So it's nice that they were able to go out and, and, and like you said, you've got to play those games. Those are, those are awesome games to see that you don't in high school football, the way the districts are set up. Sometimes you only get like three or four of those good games a year between prominent opponents. Yeah. To, to be to be the best, you got to be the best. So you know it, yeah. it's good to to get those games set up and see where you stand. You you have a ton of football left. Right. You know a lot of things can happen. You know teams just get hot mm-hmm. at, toward the end of the season. So yeah, it's it was definitely cool that they they set that mm-hmm. up and and it was a good football game. Like it yep. wasn't just sloppy football. Um, a lot of great plays in it. You know, there I think Powell had two pick sixes. Yeah, there. There was unfortunately some soppy plays that I think Central is going to want back. But yeah, yeah. overall, it was a good football game. Yeah, it was a good football the game. Powell's defense. We talked a lot about their offense just because they seem to always score on the last play of the game. But uh, their defense really showed up. Yeah, they and that, that's the thing too. I think they, I think their defense it is has struggled against good opponents this year. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't on Saturday yeah. night. Um, Catholic played Macaulay. I remember the final. Macaulay ended up winning. It was like 35-28. Or twenty one or something like that. It, it was a close game, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, Forty four thirty one. Gotcha. And then uh, Southwell took care of business against Central. Found S- another Sphere County. Sphere County uh, found another athlete to get the ball to. Yep. And he is going. You're going to hear his name a lot more this year. Um, don't doubt that. Uh, Bearden played a close game with Maryville. They had the ball in the red zone. I think three times. I think twice within the 10 in the first half and didn't score. Dang. So, Maryville's defense is figuring it out. They're not going to have a problem. McMinn County. Have you heard any about McMinn 4-0, right? They missed the game, I think. So, just 4-0. They're, they won 63-32 over William Blunt. I mean, they're just Ooh. putting up points. They were good last year, too. I uh, think they lost to Maryville in the quarters or semifinals. Okay. Yeah. So, they're they're a solid program. They, I think they should be good for the next couple years, too. And then... uh. Another one, kind of Nashville area, Brentwood uh, beat Ravenwood in okay. overtime. Nice. Yeah, so that was a... Uh, Brentwood Academy, I assume, right? No, Brentwood. Did Brentwood High School beat them? Brentwood is good. Brentwood High School's good. 
Brentwood High School is good. Where Walker Merrill is at, yeah, they're okay. good. That they, they've lost one game. They lost to Brentwood Academy, yes, but it yeah. was I think it was pretty it was, close. Yeah, I think it was like I think it was last final minutes or final play. Yep, came down to it. I didn't realize they were that good though. Um, wow, and, and they beat Ravenwood, who was in the six A state finals last year. Mm-hmm. Um, has Jake Bringenstool, who's the four star tight end, um, committed to Clemson. They have Junior Colson, who's a defensive end committed to Michigan, um, and they just beat them. And Walker Merrill didn't even play. Dang, yeah, that sucks. Um, did you see Heritage lose to Cleveland in overtime? I did. And in the first or second quarter, uh, pick six got called back because of an inadvertent whistle. Oh my god! It would have been a hundred yard pick six, and it got called back due to so inadvertent whistle. Yeah, that sucks. So they lost to uh, Brentwood. Lost to Brentwood Academy, thirty-four to fourteen. Mm. Yeah, so they're good. Three and one on the year. Yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't realize they were that what about good. Fulton putting it on Carnes. Fulton uh, looks pretty decent. What was that final? I missed it. Uh, Forty-seven to seven. Dang, I you knew Fulton would figure it out though. Yeah, they had some tough starts. They had, you, know, you start with a. Team as talented as South Doyle, and then a team like Powell. Like, that's a and one of our favorite teams to talk about. Kings Academy just keeps winning. Who they? I didn't see it. What they happened be, this week? They beat the the Web School Bell Buckle. I need to. I need to follow their football account right now because I, I. That's my team. I'm rooting for this year. Fifty six to six. I, I honestly don't know what division they're in. They're the smaller private school. So Division Two One A. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm rooting for him. I don't. I don't know who they'd have to go through to beat. I don't know that either. But I don't know. I'm not sure on that either. I'm rooting for him because Grace and CAK would be Division Two, Two A, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Three A yeah. would be the. No, there's only two. I don't think there's only two divisions in Division Two. I think two there's classes. Three. Is there three? Okay. I think there is three. Cause yeah, because they give out non-state championships. And yeah. then the the other one would be. Um, the Catholic and Macaulay and Brentwood Academy is the bigger one. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I, I don't know what schools are in that classification, but hopefully they can. Uh, hopefully they can figure it out. How good's Dobbins Bennett going to be? I don't think they're having a good year. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think they are. I think they are. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. I thought they lost to. I thought they lost to Greenville. No, because Greenville got their first win this week. They lost to somebody like small that I was very shocked to hear about. No, they're four zero. Okay, they beat Oak Ridge. They beat Tennessee High thirty five nothing. Bearden forty to seven. Dang. And then Hardin Valley forty six to seven. I mean, they can score and play defense. Yeah. See, uh, what? See what Sans? Maybe I'm thinking Sans Hill. See what Sans Hill. Sans Hill um, lost to Greenville. That's okay. Right. They did lose to Greenville. Yeah. Oh, I thought they got their first win this week. I'm pretty sure that was because they beat them two years in a row. Okay. Interesting. Well, Here, I don't know. They, oh, they beat Jeff County this week. So I, 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 uh, yeah, I did see that score. Jeff County doesn't look good. Does not look good. It says Science Hill's 4-1. Is that right? They they lost to Elizabethan. They beat David Crockett. Oh, they did beat Greenville. So they lost to Elizabethan. I knew they lost yeah. to a 3A school. Or 4A school. Sorry. 
Elizabethan. I don't know what the record is right now, but they're good. They'll be a contender for 4A. If if Greenville figures it out, and you kind of, I know they have a first year coach and uh, Eddie Spradlin, but if they kind of figure it out, they they'll be competing with uh, Anderson County and Elizabethan for 4A. I'm trying to see what they're. I think they beat Granger. They beat Daniel Boone, which is a, a 5A school, and they beat Granger, Sullivan East, and Sonsilla. They're 4 0. Hey, they can score some points too. Gotcha. I mean, I missed this. Uh, David Newcomb said South Carolina does have a five star QB from Rabin County here in North Georgia, committed in 2021. Uh, apparently, that QB is really good. So maybe that. I mean, what is Ron Holinsky? Ron Holinsky yeah, I mean, maybe tra- he may be transferring. Maybe something yeah. he does. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, is, is this the year where, like, could this be the year where you sit out and then you don't have to file a waiver? You sit out and announce your transfer, Fern? Yeah, I mean, I, that may be his possibility. Because it doesn't – or do you – I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's a good question. If you're going to transfer, you're probably right, though. Go ahead and transfer. Yeah. Like, if, if that's your thought, go ahead and do it. Yeah. So. And, and join that football team where you can at least be with them for a year. Mm-hmm. So, do that. Oh. How is how is a five-star, like, in Georgia I – mean, does he just have ties to South Carolina? I don't really know – who the kid is. Um, that just seems weird. Like, Muschamp is not a, like, go get five-star <laughs> offensive players. I don't know. I don't know. And especially where their program's at right now, it just seems like a weird. Spreading that wealth around. <laughs> yeah. Who's their bag man? Mike Bobo. <laughs> Good Lord. You remember he, like, people wanted him to get the job? Oh, speaking of that, we didn't really get into – we moving on to college football. You got anything else for high school? Uh, I don't. College football. What about Tulsa and Oklahoma? Let's talk about that a little bit because – Ugly. Dude, my Gundy sucks. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I would, would have probably been okay with it, but I also – I kind of – You're ranked also, 11th in the country. Also knew that – he, you've probably seen pretty much all you're going to get out of him. I don't know. Yeah, like it's – he's not going to get over the hump. He's not going to win you a Big 12. And he's not really come close to winning the Big 12 title. Correct. Correct. And if you can't do it with this team with Chubba Hubbard and Tylen Wallace. Yeah, we think we got lucky with, um, you know, the whole Shiana situation getting – the way the athletic department flipped. We got real lucky that Gundy didn't come here that he yeah. he by all accounts was going to and decided not you know played us for more and money it, and it's kind of weird we went from like we got blessed we went from like offensive gurus and mike leach and mike gundy and then we get a defensive guy right you, you think um phil former knows what it takes to win football games. That, that's what i'm saying do you think it was it was former just like this is what we need to win not score as many points as possible and, you know, try to boat race everybody. Fulmer knows what it takes. He, he might have had to, you know, I don't know what the conversation was like with to get Jeremy Pruitt to turn over the reins of the offense, but I, I everything points to Jeremy Pruitt being a great hire. I mean, right now. Yeah. Where it stands right now. Yep. Um, to Carolina, are they going to be a college football playoff contender? I hope so. They should. <laughs> Notre Dame. I know it's South Florida, but they scored 52 points really easy. 
Yeah, and their quarterback threw for 143 yeah. yards. What did they even do? I guess I mean I guess they just run the ball, right? I mean, if you're gonna score 52 they points and your quarterback only has 143 of those, 281 yards rushing. That's a lot. Uh, Kansas City just kicked a game-winning field goal from what was like 53 yards. Did he miss it? Oh, they called a timeout. Oh no, that was good, right? Yeah. Okay. From a long ways away. Sorry, I'm going to NFL now. My bad. Um, then Cincinnati, number 13. Someone had him in their college football playoff. It was a stupidity of mine. Desmond Howard, yeah. It could, be, could it be right? They, they won the first two. You got to do that at least. Well, that was their first win. I think they're one and Oh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't play last week. Yeah. Good, good spot. They did give up. But you got to win the first one. My point stands. They did give up 20 points to Austin P. It what? was – there was 14 in the fourth quarter. But still. What if Cincinnati gets into the college ball playoff before the before UCF does? That would be insane. That would be, be hilarious. awesome. I'm kind of wishing for that. UCF looked good, though. They I mean, should it, be good. It was Georgia Tech. Dude, Georgia Tech is – they have some, like, good players. So, did he kick it again or did they – They he, made it. Okay, he I did. Guess, he did. I, I guess he did. I, did, I missed it. I, I'm assuming – I mean, Something they, was good. <laughs> but did they just say the timeout didn't come in early enough? That's my question. I don't know. I have no clue. Justin Herbert got his first start, though. I mean, they played well. Yeah. They're up 14. Well enough to compete with Kansas City. I think they're up 14-6 to six at the half. Um, also love when kickers are in single-digit numbers. I think most NFL kickers are, aren't they? Yeah, I think most of them are. But I hate like the ninety nines. Right, just drives me dude. Down. That's a sixty yard. That's got to be close to a sixty yard football. It's like, it's almost in the middle of the logo. I'm sorry. This is great. T- it it would have been good from if that was sixty. It would have been good from seventy. Uh, I think it was the. I think it was the Catholic kicker. Did you see his field goal? Huh. I don't remember who it was. I saw it retweeted. I mean, it was like a forty yard field goal. Wow. Somebody had one that was good from sixty. Like Jesus. it was pounded. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, um, so Georgia Tech, Jeff Sims, their quarterback, and then uh, Jameer Gibbs, who uh, Tennessee was kind of in with for a little bit, um, out of Dalton, Georgia. Those two freshmen, they're going to be good. You know, I know Jeff Sims didn't have a great game yesterday, um, but he did. You know, those two were their whole offense. Yeah. Yeah. And they're true freshmen going against UCF, which, I don't know, it was 28 to 14 at halftime. It wasn't bad. Until the fourth quarter, UCF just dropped twenty-one in the fourth. It was Brentwood Academy's kicker that had it. He kicked a forty-eight yard field goal that was good from sixty-eight. Who was from Brentwood Academy that went to? That was a kicker, right? Went to do Tennessee. We, yeah, do we have one? Or who was maybe a tennis like a in-state kicker that? I mean, pretty much all of them have been in-state recently. Aaron Medley was West Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, I think. Okay. Uh, Smaglia is yeah, Smaglia. That where is he from? Where did he? I think school? he's from Southeast Tennessee. I can't remember. Now that you say it, you threw me off, man. I don't know. I don't know. You got me. You got me stumped there. Oh, he went to Fred J. Page, which that's not. That's in Franklin, Tennessee. It's Franklin. Okay. Yeah. So Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Um. Before Medley, who was it? Daniel Lincoln? No, that's too. No, no, no. It was a uh, Carolina's punter. Pilardi. Pilardi. He's not. He's from like California, I think. I don't even know where he's at anymore. I don't think he's with the. 
Well, he was punting for the – he wasn't even the place kicker. He played, You know he played quarterback in high school? Did he really? Yeah. Kickers are athletes, too. He's from Florida, so... Florida. He, yeah. I was thinking California for some reason. He went to St. Thomas Aquinas. Okay, sounds very Californian to me. That's what threw me off. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he. I think he played quarterback some in high school. Okay. I don't know how much. Might have just been, you know, that third backup. Isn't it funny that in the on NFL rosters, the, usually the third quarterback listed on the rosters is a kicker. kicker or punter, mm-hmm. but they're never going to go in the game. No. It's going to be a wide receiver or something. And it's... Like in Madden, it's like that too, and like yeah. they're like a forty something overall. Right, it's terrible. <laughs> I just always thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, which nowadays, kickers are very underrated. Like most of those kickers are definitely faster than every quarterback on the not every quarterback, but some quarterbacks. Um, and I mean they're they're athletes usually. Kickers are. Yeah. It's very rare that kickers. Now it's it's more rare than it. It used to be. It was rare you had an athlete at kicker. Now it's more rare that your kicker's not an athlete. Well, Trevor Daniel was like one of our best players. Correct. <laughs> was it? One of your strongest players. 17? Yeah. Oh, he was the best player on the team in 17 by yeah. far. By far. Yeah, him and John Kelly easily. Yep. Uh, you ready to get into some segments? Yeah. Let's go to most important. What you got for me? Um... I've got uh I've got Big Ben. Oh, Big Ben. Yeah. They want did they end up winning today? They did. They did. Their their defense played really well. Uh did you see how oh, yeah. he drew the block <laughs> in the back on AJ Johnson? No, I didn't. It's a smart football play. I don't have the video for you, but he was tracking down an interception and at the last minute, I don't think they called it. He turned his back and AJ or Alexander Johnson pushed him in the back. I don't know if they threw it or not. And Big Ben. His name's AJ hands. Johnson. It's not Alexander Johnson. He wants to go by Alexander. You have to call him what he wants to go Does by. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, I just thought they just. <laughs> no. Okay. Why did he go by AJ Johnson here? I, I think he's wanting to separate himself oh, okay. from AJ. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he wants to go by Alexander. I believe. Don't hold me to that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, like his Twitter name's Alexander. I think he It's just weird to me, like calling him Alexander. It is. I mean, I had to catch. I have to catch myself too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he shows his back to Alexander and. Pushed him down, and I think they call. I think they called it. Dang. Yeah, it's smart football play. Just gotta have that football IQ. Knew he's gonna draw that. Big Ben's too big to be doing stuff like that. He's got to take think, one. I think it's smart, man. You gotta use your head. Use the use the old noggin. Ben doesn't do that a lot. Or he does. That's why he's injured so much. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't think I have any. I'll say this. My cousin Hunter got his uh, first sack. Yeah, it was a good sack, too. School. Yeah. He's still ugly, and um, but yeah, he got his first sack, so proud of the kid. So I'll give him that. Also, Big Chungus on Big the Chungus, rock. Big Chungus, yeah. <laughs> who, who did that? I have no clue. Great. But it's hilarious. I've Chad, got uh, Candace Parker was named the WNBA Defensive Player of the Year. That's right, yeah. Big time. Still getting – how long she's – 2008? Uh, she's – She's been playing a long time. So 12 years? Yeah. That's a while. Yep. Yep. Uh, you got any fails? Do have some fails. So, uh, George's uniforms. Feels like 1980. Dude, those are terrible. Oh, my. Like, I don't I don't hate, like, the patch is stupid. Why would you want to put that on there? Um, Even if Tennessee were to do, like, I know we do the feels like 98, but it's kind of become a joke. 
I think that, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a little, I think it's a, a but lot I'd of hope we would never put a patch saying it's been, it's been 40 years, 40 years, 20 years since we've whatever. been, it's bad. The collar's bad. The patch is bad. It's bad. The collar's terrible. The collar's one of the ugliest things. I've seen some ugly uniforms. Why can't they, like, if you're going to do a dog collar, actually do a dog, like, don't just put like Hershey Kisses on. Don't like, do a dog collar. Right. Just don't do it. I, I, I agree. But if you're gonna if you're gonna pull that card, make sure you yeah. do it right. Just don't do it. I agree. Just don't do it. But it looks like trash. It looks like somebody like it, in a high school art class made that. I think lower. I think like an elementary art class. Like they haven't even learned. the <laughs> I was color. gonna give them the benefit. They of haven't even learned the the color wheel yet. Like I could do that, and I was absolutely terrible at art. Luckily, the art teacher went to my church. So. <laughs> Is that how he passed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's bad. That, that's bad. Um, the, uh, oh, shoot. Pulled up. I thought I had it in my head. Oh, the in- Philadelphia. Obviously, the stadiums are empty, um, but they were at home, mm-hmm. and whoever was controlling the stadium sounds threw in a lot of boos. And even threw in a boo when Wentz threw it away on third and goal. The crowd noise booed. <laughs> and it's home. Oh, my God. So you're getting booed by your fans when they're not even there. That's a lot of fun. That's bad. He's He definitely got fired, right? I, I don't know. You'd we'll think. see. You'd think so. Um, Mike's one is uh, the two Knoxville men arrested after reportedly impersonating um, Knox County deputies. Who fell for that? Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's a cop. Also, like, but I get it, though. Like, if you see Let's Be Cops. It's a lot of fun. It is. It's a good it, movie. it looks like, a, it looks like a, a great time. Yeah. So, like, if I they watch it. that, I wouldn't, like, be upset. But if you think these guys are actually cops. If you fell for it, you're bad. You're, yeah. you're stupid. Yeah. They do the not fail like is the people who fell for it. They do not look like cops. Not at all. Not at all. Guys, it's game week. You got any more fails? I think I might have jumped the gun on you. Oh, the Falcons. They're bad. They're stupid. Why do you not pick it up? I guess they didn't think it was going to go 10 yards. I guess, but like... They just like huddled around it. How did three people, three or four people, all assume it wasn't going to go... It's It was a bad play. That was a bad play. You had a chance to fall on it, game the over. Game over. I think before that onside kick, there was a 99.9% chance that they were going to win. That's so trash. America's team, baby. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's yeah, all I got. That was terrible. Guys, want to want to thank you guys for listening. Like always, it is game week. We're, we're if this was the uh, you know the classic clocks where you you see the number or like your mileage on your car mm-hmm. on your old car how you'd see it ticking over. You would see it ticking over from five to six because our or six to five because our day's ending. So, Ooh. yeah, you're seeing it move right now. It's Driving up that engine. It is. So we're going to wake up tomorrow with five days left until game day. It's going to be a slow week, so I'm sorry. But we'll be back on Wednesday. We'll talk in-depth about South Carolina as uh, Tennessee gets prepped for that game. Hopefully uh, we find out tomorrow that everyone is available, that you know should be available for the game. And we'll roll in with uh, no problems, and it won't be a starting quarterback from the MWC who is coming off an ACL injury. So that's good news, mm-hmm. hopefully. Keller Chris has another year, right? I wish. That'd be exciting. It would be his third, or he'd be in his second year under a coordinator, so yeah. that'd be pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, we'll be at, be back Wednesday to preview South Carolina. That's yep. some 
we're finally getting to normal. Yeah, it's like an actual preview too. We yeah. did some previews, but this one's like the preview. Yeah, the 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 preview. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.